Welcome to the Global from Asia e-commerce series, where you can follow along the progress of setting up a cross-border e-commerce business from start to finish. Hear insights of real product research, Amazon FBA, China manufacturing, branding, marketing, and all the blood, sweat, and tears of building a global business from Asia. Now, let's tune in. Today's podcast is brought to you by Global Sources. When sourcing products globally, buyers use online and offline channels. Online marketplaces offer the year-round convenience of a wide selection of products and suppliers. And offline, at trade shows, buyers see exclusive new product launches and gain confidence meeting exhibitors. But there is a better way. There's one online marketplace where buyers get the offline benefits of a trade show. It's globalsources.com, supercharged by Global Sources trade shows featuring exhibitors and their newest products. Online to offline, it's your O2O sourcing advantage. We are making things happen here. The e-commerce gladiator series decided to use the same brand as our TV show on the podcast. And this one is uh, the first time we kind of dive into each of the partners in this e-commerce business, Para Living Inc. And we are really trying to make our decisions on which products to sell. I know this is a sticking point for so many new sellers and even experienced sellers is how do you find the right product? How do you how do you dive di- deep? I, I really enjoyed last week's interview with Greg Mercer from Jungle Scout. So this week, we are talking to the founders of this new venture. We have Roland, then we have Cadrian, and then we have Jack. And we kind of I just talked to them one-on-one We've had group calls before too. I'll probably re- get those recorded, do some recordings for that. But this time it's just one-on-one, their feedback, how things are going, especially on the product research. And even for me, my mindset has been shifting. I, I was a seller, like I said, eight years, 2004, 2012. I was in bar products, a lot of people know. And it was uh, kind of like in one niche. And I, I knew my suppliers well. I knew the product line well. This is a little bit different after Greg's Greg's interview and uh, and others like Mayor and others that have been giving us feedback. So we, I talked to each of the partners and get some get some insights. Let's listen in. First call I had was with Roland. He's really been overexcited and it's been really uh, great to work with him so far. And we are discussing how it's similar to stock market trading and this product selection game. And it's going to be something that we're going to be doing for the long term. Hey, Roland. So we're discussing our product strategy. We have, you know, we have to kind of make some decisions soon. And, and, uh, yeah, after Greg's interview last week, it seems like, at least for me, and I think you, as our mind, sh- our mindset shift has changed. Like I thought we were picking a specific category and then kind of diving deep into that category. But, uh, but Greg and others have kind of other Amazon sellers like Mayer's expert too says it doesn't matter. We can go any category. So I'm, I think I'm just starting to think we can, someone's made me expand my mind, but at the same time, we're both wondering, right, is should we just later go into a category and now we're just going wide? Yeah, basically uh, these are all different strategies as uh, I've, I've done uh, web stores and, and e-commerce before on, on niche marketing and uh, there's two ways to do this. Uh, what if if we if we only pick one category, uh, which I've done before, then we will be limited to only sell products within that category. For example, I I did a category back in the days uh, about a movie and uh, its fan base, 
And even though I came across cool and amazing products that was not related, I was not able to sell it in my web store because it 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 was uh, built up in a niche. So basically, what Greg said and uh, and uh, how we're shifting our mind is, we might want to pick niches and go for that on Amazon to to uh, quickly make some sales to get into the niches and to to um, profit on them pretty much. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I don't know, we're still figuring out the answer, but if it's different categories and it's different factories, so we'll be sourcing and getting samples from all different kinds of suppliers. I don't think we have to even ship together. I do want, we do want to get this Christmas rush though. So it seems like we need to uh, get moving forward with uh, at least a couple of samples this week. Or, yeah. or well, it's, it's definitely better to ship together if we, if we, if we're able to manage uh, uh, and time it. So if we can collect all the products and, and uh, label it on our own and then ship it to FBA or just have FBA label uh, label it for us. This is something that needs to be uh, decided. If 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 uh, we can collect it in China from all the factories after the samples and put it in one big box uh, and and put the boxes on one pallet, then uh, then uh, we can do one shipment. Uh, that's obviously cheaper than if we just uh, send the boxes separately, as we have the one time fee every time we're sending it. True. True. Well. It's uh, so I'm still thinking here. We gotta get some samples. We're we're making a system, right? We're trying to figure out the research and then the supplier side and then the listing side. So it's getting pretty exciting. Uh, but I think it's gonna be like you said. We we're talking earlier. It's gonna be a continuous process. Every time we have our group meeting calls, we're just gonna be looking for reflecting on the current product sales, looking at the data. You were mess- messaging Instagram. I got all excited too. You want to talk about that motivation right there? Sure. Well, I believe we can shout out to Larry on Instagram, who whose name is Watch Me Amazon uh, on Instagram, and uh, this guy is a legend uh, in selling FBA. He's also getting some motivation from Gary V, as we do. Um, we believe it's 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 uh, uh, it's all about hustling and and doing the stuff you you just uh, want to do. And uh, this guy is is clearing his um, little. Well, garage, or I don't know, it's a warehouse he has. He's clearing that day by day, and he's shipping pallets, tens of pallets, day after day, and he's recording it on, on Amazon, I mean, uh, on Instagram. And uh, this is a huge motivation for us uh, that also uh, want to do the same and is are going uh, the same route. Yeah, and there's one video I'm watching. He's got all the pallets here, and he writes, like, multiple paragraphs. And what he's saying is he's trading it like a stock market where he has different products. He doesn't fall in love with a specific product. And if it starts to suck the next day, he doesn't get married to them. He just sells out, gets the money back and doesn't reorder. So I think, uh, I think that's how I'm starting to look at it too. Uh, which is totally different than my, my, my old, old e-commerce business was in kitchen and bar supplies. I don't know if I told you that Roland, but I, uh, I knew the products really well, and uh, it was reordering them all the time. Of course, there were some bad ones I would drop and new ones I would add, but it was all within a category. So I just sort of learned that this is, yeah, like stock trading, and we're making these spreadsheets, and we're we're kind of looking at the numbers and, and using these calculators to uh, to look at our investments. So it's a mind, it's actually been a mindset shift for me, like I said on our call Saturday. So I, I, I guess... I feel like... 
with this category thing, we were limiting ourselves. Uh, on the other hand, if you if you're in love with your product, go for the category. But right here, we want to build an Amazon company that uh, for an uh, an ever growing with an ever growing revenue, and uh, to be able to do that, we either brand one category's products or just go with a bunch of niches, and then later on, as we make more and more sales, we can create a brand for each of our good sellers or best sellers. True, true. Well, maybe we can make yeah separate websites. It doesn't even have to be one website. Exactly. Cool, man. Exactly, and and uh, I think we can also say the audience that later on we we uh, want to do private label, and uh, we we all have different ideas for products that could be um, that are not yet existent, but we could manufacture it. As I work in manufacturing, uh, uh, I. You know, I, I get so many ideas where where these trend, trends are going and how we could make our own product to sell later on. But that's the future right now. The it's it's a hard thing to always concentrate on the now and the present and just get done what we have to get done today. So we're dreaming a lot on uh, uh, of what we're gonna do, but we have to put a lot of work into what we're doing right now and and to uh we can also tell the audience that you're trying to uh build uh processes because my favorite favorite sentence from mike so far is <laughs> processes set us free it's so processes set us free and uh we like anyhow we make a decision we will write that down in an sop a standard operating procedure that how that has been done so later on, all these processes will be uh, we will be able to uh, outsource. We will hire VAs uh, who can do that for us. So we will be able to um, concentrate on on management level uh, thinking and growing. Exactly, man. I I think it, I kind of twisted that quote from uh, Fight Club movie. <laughs> He's like, uh, yeah. It's well, credit uh, for both of you then. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, it's a modification, but it's true. It's like we have to free ourselves. And uh, sometimes I, my wife, you'll get to meet soon, uh, Wendy, she says I think like a robot now. But I do. I I, I think like a process now. And when it, it's not just an answer, it's like steps. But it's going to be awesome. And it seems like the big mindset, I think like the theme of today's show is the mindset shift that uh, at least I think you have gone through, but especially me is it's more like stock trading. I think like with that Instagram, Larry watched me Amazon and, and, uh, and a call with, uh, interview with Greg and, and mayor talks. It's, uh, each stock, each, each item is, a, is like a picking a stock in the stock market. And we're going to kind of com- measure it as a process, right? And we're going to look at the numbers. Yeah. They're making a capi- so-called capital gain, like a profit on it. We sell it we buy new ones, we make a gain on it, a profit, we sell it. So it, it, I can see the, uh, uh, why Larry's is saying it's, it's, it's the stock market. Cause that's exactly what's going on with the goods. Cool. We're selling on Amazon. All right. Let's, let's rock it. Let's do it, Mike. It's going to be awesome. And then we had, I had a call with Kadrian. He's over in Hong Kong and it's a little bit rainy outside and it's mobile. And we were having a decent conversation about product selection and, and his perspectives on different roles in the company and how we should organize the product decision making. Okay. So Kadrian, uh, how's the product selection going? Hi, Mike. Uh, it's going pretty well. Um, uh, 
initially I have like 10 shortlisted products. So right now I'm trying to narrow it down to two or three according to uh, some of the criteria that we discussed earlier. Yeah, man. So, so it's, yeah, you've been really do, diving deep into it. So it's been pretty awesome. And what do you think? And I, I was talking to Roland earlier. I, like I said on the call, we had our company call. I just feel like uh, it's a stock market. I feel like we're not really going into a specific category, at least not yet. So I feel like we're kind of picking stocks to uh, invest in. Yeah, I think um, I agree to this approach because we're still starting. So like if you if you think of the uh, like the lean startup principle, how, how, how you do it is you start with small experiments. So right now you don't know which category is the best, right? So you, you start with some small experiments and then just let the market data tell you which direction to go, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I'm starting to think of the, the process. We got to make decisions soon because we want to get the Christmas rush and we... Uh, but then if we get different categories, that means we're going to have definitely different suppliers and and then we're going to have, uh, you know, different uh, logistics, I feel. So I feel like we might have to ship these separately as we go, right? Or I'm trying to think about the supply chain already in my mind because different than my old e-commerce business. So it's a different way of thinking for me. Right. So, uh, yes, yeah, mentioned, uh, I personally think maybe we order... Uh, some sample data, I mean, sample products first, uh, not a lot of quantity. So uh, as mentioned, we can carry out small experiments. And then personally, uh, I might be more focused on uh, some uh, home electronic products because uh, as you said, we have to uh, negotiate with the suppliers and uh, it, it helps to negotiate with products that I'm more familiar with because I have some engineering background. And also I think uh, it's, it's, it's an edge for us to uh, look at the electronics where there are more newer products, which means less competition. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, I'm still kind of adjusting to this mindset shift. And I'm also trying to think, uh, you know, we're going to have to do research for each one of them, supplier sourcing for each one of them, and... Uh, and listing, writing up the descriptions, writing up. So I'm wondering if one person on a team is in charge of one of those buckets on across all products, or we have one person that's already going wide across every product that we have. You know what I mean? I, I, it, so like, is there a person that owns that product? And then, so say you pick a T, do you, are you then in charge of research, the supplier selection and the listing? Or is there a a specialist that's in charge of all the all the products sourcing. Probably a specialist, right? That's going down every comp, every product sourcing, and uh, rather than all of us having to do each uh, each task for each product. Um, I think it's good to have a person to to own the whole process uh, in general, and then. Um, I think the whole team has to contribute to uh, the separate process because we all have different strengths. For example, I speak Mandarin, so maybe I have some advantage talking to the, the suppliers. But at the same time, I'm not as good as uh, uh, maybe as good as you in negotiation. So I think it's a, a team effort. But 
I think it's good to have someone to to own the whole process. So there will be some some leadership to make sure everyone is contributing and uh, make sure every part is assigned to that person's particular strength. True, that is uh, that does make sense. So we will, yeah. Roland's really excited, Jack. I mean, Mayor has been giving us some great inputs. Um, so yeah, I mean, we are moving forward, and I think it's already end of August. It's gonna be September, so, the end of this week. So we got to get going because we got the samples. By the time the samples get in, it's probably gonna be like end of next week. Next, uh, probably like and it'll definitely be september and then uh, negotiating bargaining ordering it'll probably be mid to late september production production probably will start in probably start in late september to be honest the earliest uh maybe maybe third week so yeah we gotta get we gotta get moving so that's why i'm talking to all you guys and we uh we have to narrow down on a few products probably by the next few days right and i think it's actually uh very tight schedule, honestly, because we have to leave a lot of buffer. Because just now we, we talk about the happy cases uh, end of September, probably. Uh, but it, in, in doing projects, there will be always unexpected stuff coming out, right? Exactly. We, we really don't want to miss the Christmas deadline. Exactly. Yeah. And then you seem to agree with the picking like a few different uh, products. Like uh, we probably should split up because we're we're kind of like reflecting on Greg's interview last week about you know maybe maybe about three three products like a, a few thousand maybe five thousand dollars each and uh, getting those into the market, seeing how they go, not being worried about them being in the same category. So, right, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Actually, I'm okay if we uh, split the. Uh, the products into even uh, smaller amount of inventory just to test the market. But of course, I think we, we have to discuss further until we have the actual product selection confirmed after yep. we have more uh, research data. Yep. Awesome, man. It depends on the price as well. Exactly. Cool. All right. So let's uh, let's get moving on that. Yeah. Um, very excited on this. And bright early in the morning, uh, late here in China, I had called up Jack in the U.S., getting some feedback and some strategies for for him. He's willing to help us on the ground with some getting that product, like Greg said, into into the FBA warehouse to test the market. Maybe even some of the same products we're already thinking of sourcing from China. We could just get them from. Uh, Walmart sent them to FBA and test the market while we're getting the supply side set up. But uh, some more interesting insights from Jack. Let's listen in. Okay, Jack, it's great to great to talk to you again. And uh, we had we have these Saturday weekend uh, weekend calls. And like I've been saying, to everybody today, uh, I'm still adjusting to the new way of doing e-commerce or maybe Amazon FBA e-commerce after Greg's. Uh, Greg Mercer's interview last week and our discussions and mayor's input. So how do you feel about everything, you know, with the product selections and, and uh, the strategy? Yeah, I think it's, I think the calls have been great and we're as a team, um, we're, we're starting to get to know each other a little bit, maybe what our strengths are or what our interests are. 
So we're doing some team building during the calls. And at the same time, we're trying to pick the products that we think we should start off with. So, you know, it's been a lot of um, adjustments and in, in getting to know each other, but it's been a great process so far. Awesome. So you have some products you like, and do you think you're okay with kind of spreading a wide across a couple of different categories uh, for now, or, or what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's there's a basic um, decision that we have to make. Do we do we pick a category and kind of dive deep into that category uh, to start off with, or do we go more wide? Um, and I think our team has decided because we want to get going quickly, um, we should go wide and just pick a couple of products that, um, in general, fit under our under our um, basic brand. And uh, pick a couple that we think we can get going quickly on. And then in the future, maybe we can uh, dive deeper into a, a certain category or a certain niche that, that looks good to us. Yep. Yeah. So for me, I'm, I've been out of the game for a while. So with me, I think you guys know I did the bar supplies for many years. And of course, we added products and, and removed products based on a market. But it was like one supply, not one supplier, but I knew my suppliers and I knew my product really well. So I'm just trying to think, I guess what we're going to have to do here is we're going to know a couple of different categories because, you know, the manufacturing, quality control, and then even shipping. Somebody has been thinking of it as like, what Roland was saying, like, think of it like stock market investing where we're picking different stocks and some will have to cut our loss and some will have to double down. But I still am wondering, like, if you have a product category you like or a product that, you know, you, you like, I mean, you're, you are in charge of or I'm in charge of products that I pick and we have to become like the experts. But we have different groups, you know, there's, of course, the supply side, there's the marketing side, the research side. So... I'm just kind of trying to still think about how we divide the roles and uh, the uh, responsibilities of the products. Yeah, I think you're. I think there's a big advantage to be able to dive deep into a category so that you understand, really understand the market, then understand the suppliers and understand the whole chain of things. Um, and so I, I see our team, maybe somebody has an interest, like I have an interest in, automotive as an example um and maybe other people don't so i could dive deeper into that category and find some good products for us so i see it in the future that we uh, maybe divide and conquer a little bit but um but we got to be careful that we don't go so wide that we're just spread out everywhere and not doing a good job in our in our market but, you know, like I said, I, at the beginning, I think we're just looking to pick a couple of products to get started. And we're not really that interested in um, what category it is, just as long as it's a good product. It's true. It's true. So, yeah, like uh, I'm ex- I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, like I said, I'm even learning now or adjusting to the modern times. But then we have our website, too. But I guess we're thinking we could even get multiple websites if we want to have multiple categories or, or as we grow, we could let, list them on the website. But we also got to think about brand registry. You know, uh, I guess maybe that's a, maybe that's a post-Christmas decision, brand, brand registry or brands once we get a category. Yeah, maybe that's a good way to approach this is looking at a time frame and just say, you know, what do we want to do in the next one to two months for this Christmas season? 
And then we have a different, possibly a different strategy after Christmas. So we could be a little bit wide right now, and then we could get into a category after Christmas because I'm really um, a focused person. You know, I, I believe you've got to really focus at the task at hand um, and then move on to the next one. And you can juggle a lot of things at the same time, but you've got to focus on the, the ball that you're catching and throwing during that juggle, right? So um, I, I think our group is going to have to focus on something in the future, but maybe it's just not right now. Yeah, yeah, this is great. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, we're getting great, yeah, great, great, great traction already. I feel like you said to our teams, figuring out how who's who's kind of good at what skill and and the communication flow and decision making. So, so it's exciting to see this develop, and it's great to have you on the team, Jack. Yeah, thanks. I'm I'm glad to be on. It's it's really fast paced, even though we're in different parts of the world and we schedule our calls, you know, a few days apart. We're getting a lot of work done between the days that we have calls and uh, I think we're moving along really fast. Yeah. So, uh, we, and, and that's what this business is all about, right? You can't, you can't go too slow because your opportunity will pass you. So um, it's, it's exciting. Definitely. Let's, let's keep making things happen. Yeah. Jack, so positive. It's great. And it's been, it's been so exciting to get to know everybody more and making moves and try and go as fast as possible. I've been talking to Bank of America a lot on the phone the last few days, trying to get the get the statements for Amazon. Actually, the account's been approved. Woohoo! But uh, I need to get some more documents to show to Amazon. So I've uh, been talking to some great people, some great experts, and, and leveraging as much as we can. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, everybody, for supporting, giving some great ideas. We are moving forward on pursuit of quarter four Q4 sales. We're already uh, feeling like the pressure is on. And uh, this has been already just a month or a little bit over a month. And uh, it's been been uh, intense. So I hope you guys enjoy. And we will see how it goes next week. Peace. Global from Asia e-commerce series, where you can follow along the progress of setting up a cross-border e-commerce business from start to finish. Hear insights of real product research, Amazon FBA, China manufacturing, branding, marketing, and all the blood, sweat, and tears of building a global business from Asia. 